Revelation 6.5 When he broke the third seal, I heard the third living creature saying, Come. I looked, and behold, a black horse. And he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. Our Savior continues with the opening of the third seal on the scroll. Just when he breaks the seal, the apostle hears another voice. From Revelation 4-7, we know the voice. It is that of a man. By referring back to Ezekiel, we hear the voice of a cherubim. Again, there is one word, come. The command brings into John's vision a black horse. Recall from Zechariah 6, the black horses accompanied the white horses into the north country, patrolling the earth. After the appearance of the red horse, unleashing warfare throughout the world, John is now providing witness to the horrible and sad aftermath, famine and disease. Remember the words of the Lord in Matthew 24, 7. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and in various places there will be famines and earthquakes. A famine is one of those afflictions that no one wants to experience. Chuck Swindoll described the phenomenon this way. Mentally, we picture a brutal, grotesque image. Cows' hips protrude. Babies' eyes are hollow. Bloated stomachs growl angrily. Skin stretches across faces tight as a trampoline. The outline of the skull slowly emerges. Joints swell. Grim, despairing stares replace smiles. Hope is gone. Life is reduced to a harsh existence as famine takes its toll. Those who have seen it cannot forget it. Those who haven't cannot imagine it. Growing up in the United States, after the rationing of the World War, and even more distant to the global financial catastrophe of the 1930s, American generations now living have no clue regarding deprivation. But even today, in areas of the world beyond the seas, famine 
is ravaging the countryside, whether natural or man-made. The most devastating and heartbreaking is the famine that almost assuredly follows warfare. Long before global relief efforts, the affliction was known all too frequently in the ancient Middle East. The first recorded instance in the Bible is found in Genesis 12.10. Now there was a famine in the land. So Abram went down to Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine was severe in the land. Abram, Sarai, and their family and servants had journeyed to Canaan from Ur as commanded by God. Abram had built two altars to his Lord and was continuing into the Negev. Suddenly, the abundance evaporated. But famine didn't stop with Abram. It fell on his son Isaac in Genesis 26.1. Now there was a famine in the land. Besides the previous famine that had occurred in the days of Abraham. So Isaac went to Gerar to Abimelech, king of the Philistines. The affliction skipped a generation. Then came crashing down on Jacob, beginning in Genesis 41. But this time, the famine created a tectonic shift in the Hebrew world, centering on Jacob's young son, Joseph. Just a dream involving seven years of famine compelled Pharaoh to commission Joseph to rise to the office of prime minister. Joseph's ingenious plan enabled the nation of Egypt to weather the affliction. Famine drove the remaining sons of Jacob to seek relief in Egypt, reuniting Joseph with his family. Famine set the stage for the eventual enslavement of the Hebrew nation. And that was only the events documented in the book of Genesis. The net effects of famine are starvation and rationing. Rationing means scarce resources are dispensed carefully, meaning measured out. The horseman astride the black horse has a pair of scales in his hand. Moses brought the 19th chapter of Leviticus to a close documenting the words of God. You shall do no wrong in judgment, in measurement of weight or capacity. You shall have just balances, just weights, and a just ephah, and a just 
15. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out from the land of Egypt. You shall thus observe all my statutes and all my ordinances and do them. I am the Lord. Solomon wrote in Proverbs 16.11, A just balance and scales belong to the Lord. All the weights of the bag are his concern. In Leviticus 26.26, the Lord told Moses, When I break your staff of bread, ten women will bake your bread in one oven, and they will bring back your bread in rationed amounts so that you will eat and not be satisfied. The prophet Ezekiel wrote in 4.16, Moreover, he said to me, Son of man, behold, I am going to break the staff of bread in Jerusalem, and they will eat bread by weight and with anxiety, and drink water by measure and in horror. And again, in 5.16, when I send against them the deadly arrows of famine, which were for the destruction of those whom I will send to destroy you, then I will also intensify the famine upon you and break the staff of bread. Finally, in Ezekiel 14, verses 12 through 14, then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, if a country sins against me by committing unfaithfulness, and I stretch out my hand against it, destroy its supply of bread, send famine against it, and cut off from it both man and beast, even though these three men Noah, Daniel, and Job were in its midst. By their own righteousness, they could only deliver themselves, declares the Lord God. Continuing John's narrative in Revelation 6.6. 6, and I heard something like a voice in the center of the four living creatures saying, a quart of wheat for a denarius, and three quarts of barley for a denarius, and do not damage the oil and the wine. Maybe it would be instructive to establish the value of a denarius in first century Rome. Matthew 20 establishes the exchange rate as one denarius for a day's labor. The average daily income in the world today, in U.S. dollars, is estimated at $700. $700. In the original Greek, the term interpreted as a quart is the ancient dry goods measure, the 
This measure, though sources are somewhat imprecise on its size, is probably equivalent to 1.2 dry quarts or 1.3 liters. The current price of a bushel of wheat is $1.10. A bushel contains 35.24 liters, so a quart of wheat costs about three cents. Imagine that same quart costing $700. For those of us mathematically challenged, the rate of inflation in Revelation 6.6 adapted to today's evaluation is 2.3 million percent. And the price of barley is roughly a third of this cost, or $2.33 a quart. For the record, this is the current market price for a metric ton of barley. Given this level of astronomical inflation, we can well understand why the voice also said, do not damage the oil and the wine. These items would surely be high-priced foods during that time. Also, this may explain why meat is not mentioned. Meat is much more expensive than grain. After all, some livestock, for example, poultry and cattle, are grain-fed, requiring as much as three or more pounds of grain to produce a pound of meat. For those who believe and discern under the power and authority of the Word of God, along with the faithful direction of the Holy Spirit, the third challenge revealed when the Lamb broke the third seal is overcome. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches.